the Yisoydis of Purim that right now my brain is revolving around this big Yisoyd and our whole Purim is revolving around this Yisoyd and the importance of learning the Megillah is revolving around this Yisoyd is what you see in the Sefarim the Svarim HaKadoshim say deep things and we want to try to understand them on our level but the Svarim HaKadoshim explain that the Geder of the Simcha of Purim is a different Geder than the Simcha of all the Hagim. On all the Hagim you have a mitzvah, v'samachta b'chagecha. You have to be happy, right? On Purim, the Geder of the Simcha is a different level. It's what we say, az It's a Simcha of Az, of Osed Lavoy. It's a much higher symbol, okay? And we see also that, we'll see, we'll show you more Mahmoud later, but even the, on the Yontiv, there's a mitzvah to have simcha. Grada, mm-hmm. punct, the way to have simcha is to eat boss of yayin, right? But over here, the etzem geder of the mitzvah. Not, it's not that eating is a hechetimsa to bring simcha. The actual eating itself, meaning giving the body pleasure, is part of the actual tzuras mitzvah. You gotta get that oimik here. That means, usually the mitzvah is to be besimcha. A hechetimsa, how to be besimcha. Ain't simcha ella bebosav yain. So the bosav yain is only like a hechatimsa. Over here, the suda that we're supposed to give to the guf is actually part of the tzur of the actual mitzvah, right? So we're pulling from all these things. When they tell me that the simcha is osud lavei, osud lavei, what's an osud lavei? Tchiat hametim, and that's what it says in svarim. It's the simcha of tchias hametim, right? Tchias hametim, who? What happens in Tchias HaMesim? Also, your body gets up. It's not only that the soul, the soul never died. Tchias HaMesim Tkuf is now that your body becomes equally as spiritual as your soul. It becomes a shooter for that, right? So the Simcha Tchias HaMesim is connected to the body. Understand? So we keep on showing you that the Yisoyed of Purim is a Simcha that's connected with the Guf. Salder Hapshat, everybody says, because Haman wanted Lahashmid or Lahareg as Abed as Haguf, and the Guf was saved. So Amela, we're making a Simcha the Guf. But I have to explain that, because that's all go deep. And even that is deep. The fact that Haman wanted to kill the body, and the fact that the body was saved, and everything is about the body, this is deep things. Which we need to understand. Very deep things which we need to understand. All of a sudden, there's a lot of random things going on in the, in the Purim thing that if you don't understand the Oymik, they're all random. You understand? The fact that we have a Simcha for Brit Milah. The Jewish people, they got Milo, like all these random things it seems like, right? So again, Kimu Vekibla, we explained to you, Kimu Vekibla is connected with the body. Because 
when your spiritual part of you, right? Every single guy here has a spiritual part of him. You all have a neshama. You all have seichel. You all want to be close to Hashem. That's one half of you. But there's another half of you that wants to be schliffing in bed, yeah? So always in life, what do we do? We have a battle between the neshama and the guf, right? So even when we get inspired, it's the beginning of this month, we're pumped, we got a geschmack, a schmooze, we're ready to roll, right? So even though the part of yourself, the neshama part of yourself, is dominant and excited, but your body is not strong enough to fight it, so your neshama wins. But it's still not called ratzon gamur, because there's a piece of you that rather not be there. Maybe it'd be a small piece of you. Maybe it's not the strongest part of you, but it's a piece of you that's not really excited to be there. That's not called Ratzon. What's called Ratzon? Ratzon is that your body is also excited to be there. So when we say that in Matan Torah, right, the Jewish people came out of Egypt. They went to Maimon Asinai. Maimon Asinai was wild. The Mare of Maimon Asinah was wild. They became all prophets. HaKadosh Baruch Hu opened up the Zion Rikim. And it says in Chazal that when they were Makabal the Torah from such clarity, that was called being forced. How can you say that's being forced? What's forced? The answer is because all those revelations only speak to your Seichel and your Neshama doesn't speak the language of the body, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute why. It doesn't talk to the body. So the Yerushalayim was so on fire. The Neshama, the Kaychel Neshama was on fire. Yira, Ava, Nevuah. Wow. It was so powerful that the body wasn't strong enough to win against the soul. Get that? The body wasn't strong enough to win against the soul. Rabbi Rucham says it's like a locomotive. You know, you have the steam in the front, the, the, the guy in the engine in the front, and then you have the carriages behind that they don't have any engine. They get pulled by the main guy. Right? So the neshama was like the steam engine. Power. The body was like the, the cart that's being pulled along. But that's not called ratzon. That's not called ratzon. But in the in the Ness from Purim, what happened in the Ness from Purim? The Ness from Purim is now the body also wants to do it. Right? So again, each Chazal, no matter how you look at it, is always talking about the body. Brit Milah is what? That's the body. Having Kedusha in the body. Well, I'm going to explain all these things. It's deep things. But if you look at Purim from every angle you want to look, you will see that it's the holiday of the guf. Esther, she's a woman. The woman in the relationship always represents the guf. The man is the tzura, the isha is the guf. The Purim miracle goes through the guf. Again, these are all deep things. I will explain them in due time from now through Purim. But it's all about the body. Okay? So now, again, I want to explain to you the problem with the body, and this is what we see, we all live with this problem. 
me, you, and everybody lives with this problem. The problem is, we always feel about ourselves to some degree that we're hypocrites. Because we understand a lot of things. We talk about a lot of big ideas. And then when Halakha Lamaisa comes, a lot of times we are not living close to what we know is true and what we believe to be true and where we want to be, but we're not there. Right? Is that true? Yeah, we'll have that. We're always in our seichel and our hasagas steps above where we are practically speaking. Now, if it's true that when you have Torah clear, it automatically changes you, so why is that happening? So the Territz is not because you're lacking clarity. No. You're lacking clarity of the guf. It's a different kind of clarity. It's a different type of clarity. Where does that clarity come from? See, this is a deep thing. As I explained it a little bit this morning, but I want to go it over again, because it's deep. Mamish amkis. The clarity of the body has to be poshit. The body doesn't understand fancy things. Poshit has to be poshit. Now, poshit doesn't mean that it's not deep. But poshit means that it becomes mamish like a reality. It's like So explain it in learning, right? In learning, you start a sugya. Let's say you never learned Masechta's condition before, right? And then you hear Amira, Zechelech from the Maise Kedushin. Or you hear Maise Kicha. These things are like wild, abstract, faraway concepts, right? But after you toil and toil and learn it for months, and you see how it applies to every Gemara, and every Rashi, and every Toysis, and every Rishonim, all of a sudden it starts to make sense to you in such a simplistic way, that now you see Kedushin like this. It's partial like that. That's Kedushin. It's almost like when you learn a sugya, when you learn a good, when you learn a sugya, and if you never experience it, one day you'll be zaycha to experience it. When you come out with the vort in the sugya, it's so partial you don't even know what you were thinking beforehand. How did I learn differently, you know? It's partial like that. And that's the true geshmak and learning. The real geshmak and learning comes from what? When does the guy light up? In learning. Where it became so poshitive, like, this is the word of the sugi, like, poshit. That's when he feels it in the body. A lot of people don't get a geshmak in learning. You know why they don't get a geshmak in learning? Because their learning Torah, it's very high. They're barely keeping up. Maybe because of their intellect level, maybe because they're not working hard enough, whatever it may be, but they're barely keeping up, right? So even, even if they got the grasp of it, in an intellectual way, they never grasped it in a physical way. It never became so posh to them, such a reality by them, that this is psha, that they never were able to feel the gishmak. Why? Because where's, where's that feeling that you get when you learn and you enjoy your learning? Where's that feeling in your body? Your emotion. You have to connect with it. Your nefesh has to be excited. So the nefesh only frustrates things that are posh Follow? When deep things become poshit, that's when your nefesh frustrates it, right? So let's, and, and this is in everything. In hashkafa too. You have to know that when you get something clear in hashkafa in your brain, your body doesn't really think it's true. It doesn't understand it. Lomavin. It doesn't understand it. I can give you hashkafa and emuna, 
that Torah, that every Parnassah comes from Hashem. And there's not one ounce of money that you're going to get that you want in the creator of Hashanah. And I can show you Chazal. And I can explain it to you in a very philosophical way. But at the end of the day, you're still schwitzing for Panos. You're still worried. Why are you so worried? Why? Because in your body, Seichel, it's not true. It, it didn't buy stocks in that argument. It did not buy stocks in that argument. Because it's not tangible, practical, down-to-earth, and posh it. You follow? But when you do the work of what we call Musr, the point of Musr is to take intellectual concepts and make them into realities. You understand? When we bring it down to the, to the, to the thing where it becomes a Matthias portion by you, right? Then it's easy to have the Tachel Hashem. You don't sweat. You're not worried. Now, one of the methods of acquiring Ramun and Betachin is making down-to-earth calculations. Right? Because you live in this world, and if you think deeply into your life, you will see you have zero control over your panosa. Zero. From the day you were born till today. And you see how many miracles on top of miracles, on top of miracles, on top of miracles, it's needed in a practical down-to-earth way. You could see it in real life. And yet you have food, and nobody's starving, so you see it in a tangible way. Then it becomes understood to the goof. But it's a deep concept. The fact that Hashem created us and His Zonas HaOilom and all these deep things and Jewish people don't live in Mazal and that we eat off demand and all these fancy things, it's true. If you don't understand the background, then you're not going to understand the portion either. The portion is the deeper step of the intellectual sugya. When it becomes realistic, down to earth, and understandable in a tangible way. That's how you understand. That's how your body gets affected, right? So, that's what I was trying to explain to you today, the significance of learning the Megillah, because the Megillah is a story. Meaning, I can give you a whole sheer on how bad Gaiva is in an intellectual way. Because a person is a Gaiva, he has Yeshus, and if he's Yeshus, he can't be the Kaili for the Ha'ora from Hashem. But I can give you whole speeches. But you walk out of the room, you'll still be a fat Gaiva. You understand? But then, when I show you how Gaiva manifests itself in Achashverosh's world, remember we were learning the album yesterday, and you see what an egomaniac is, and you see what a self-centered person is, that he uses his wife for his own agendas. And you see what kind of mushchas he is. He's willing to go ahead and take his own wife and bring her and show her for beauty, which even the lowest of the low wouldn't do that. Just to show, just to show that I married her for her beauty, not for her yichus. The guy's a sick man. So, one second, Susie. So you see, you see, that this, the gaiva sickness, this gaiva sickness, how it manifests itself in real world, and then you don't want gaiva. Then you want anova. 
You understand? So the point of learning the Megillah is to take deep concepts and to bring them into a realistic storyline where you come out Arurim Roshoyim in a way that you could be toifacit in your guf. Because the point of Purim is the guf. Because when you're toifus in the guf, that means what? I don't want gaiva. I don't want taiva. I don't want it. It doesn't agree with my reality. Because I see the emptiness in it. I see the lowness in it. I see the corruption in it. I see the lack of success, ultimately, that you can think you're on top of the world, but the higher you go, the deeper, the harder the crash is, right? And then I see the life of tzaddikim, and I see the beauty in it, and I see the happiness, and I see the, that they can endure, and all the different things that I'm supposed to see in the storyline. But the point is to read it in a storyline. Why is reading in a storyline? Because that's what my body understands. So I take deep hashkafic concepts, which I have to learn them first. Because you can read a story and miss the entire boat, like Avrei, no shaykhs. So that's what all the Mepharshim are doing for us. The Goyim, the Megillah Sitarim, the, the, the Malbim. What are they doing for you? They're not just telling you pshat. What they're doing for you is to show you the deeper concept that you're supposed to see in the story. And once you bring the deeper concept in the story, that's where you're going to have changes. The point of the Megillah is to change, to grow. It's not just to say, oh, once upon a time, a few thousand years ago, something nice happened to the Jews. Very nice. What does that make you happy? You never met those people. You never saw those people. You never saw those the grandchildren of those people. You're so self-centered, you couldn't care if Jews died or lived so many years ago. As long as I'm good. As long as I'm alive and kicking, I'm happy. So what are you so happy about? You follow? You need to identify with that story and you have to see how that story affected your life today and how you grow today and how it's relevant to you. That's the world of body. And the way to do that, the best way to do that is through Megillah. The Chachom knew how to do it. The Chachom taught us how to do it. They taught us how to do it through Megillah. If you don't prepare, if you don't learn it, it's not going to do nothing for you. But that's the idea, okay? We'll stop here for a minute.